Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Merge Boo Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Yeah. That is right. We are back. Season 41, episode 6, 5, Four, four. Uh, I think it's five. Maybe. I think this was the premiere. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Joel and Cody, we're back and we're here with very special guest, uh, a first time guest of the podcast, Derek Adams. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me, Derek. Um, uh, I just I've known you for a few years now, and I, I never knew that you were a fellow uh, survivor head until just recently. Yeah, I, I generally try not to. Uh bombard people with it because if they're not into it they uh they look at you a little odd they don't want to talk about it at all (laughs) people tend to not want to talk about tv shows they don't watch it's weird it's true i feel like survivors one though too where like if you say like oh i uh i was watching squid game and people are like oh i should watch that but yeah yeah if you say you watch survivor you get like insults back (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the, the people are mad at you. Yeah, they hate it. They hate. But the then idea if they like it, they, you just can talk to someone for three hours. So it's very, it goes either way. Yeah, because if because if if somebody hasn't seen any Survivor and they're like, oh yeah, where should I start? I'm like, well, there's 41 seasons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So, Derek, I guess we can talk about. Uh, Let's let's just get your gauge for this season so far. How are you liking this season? Who do you like, etc.? Uh, I think this season really took off last week. I thought that was the best episode, and we got to see a lot more of Shannon, who I think is the best strategic player we have. And we got a lot of Shannon this episode too, mm-hmm. um, which I think was good. Um, so yeah, I, I like her a lot as a, and I, I like Evie too. I think she's good on the yellow tribe. Mm-hmm. And then on blue, it's so hard to tell. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting his name, but uh, who's the guy that just won the challenge for them on blue? Nazir. Nazir. Nazir is my guy on that tribe because he is just, he's just winning me over every week. He's great. Mm-hmm. And he had a, he, he got the idol this week, so. Yeah, that was <laughs> he was so giddy to say that uh, he's as confused as a goat on AstroTurf. It was adorable. Yeah, he like put his hand up. Jeff, 
I'd like to say, yeah. Jeff's about to move on. I think like they all have their big preambles to try to work it in subtly. And this year was just like, Jeff, I have the third code word. To say. <laughs> well, Cody, Cody's a big Nasir fan, too. So this oh, is good. Yeah. huge Nasir head. I mean, he was first overall pick in our fantasy pool for me. I, I've had big faith in him. I think he seems like the sweetest man uh ever and his preseason stuff i could just tell as well he was one of those guys that just gave so much answer to every question more answer than you would ever need he had a so happy to be out there the whole time every like confessional cam they have with him he's just like smiling he's so happy (laughs) he had a he had a really cute confessional tonight where he was like I really feel like I'm in a good spot. Deshaun and Danny came up to me and said, do you want to throw the challenge? And I said, no. And they said, okay. <laughs> that was so good. It's complete. No connection that last week they completely tried to throw the challenge of like, Oh, remember when that pro football player guy was like walking at the end of that? Maybe that's what was going on. Little does he know he's the only reason they won the challenge last week. Yeah, he doesn't know how good he did the week before. That was incredible. Even this one, he beasts through it. Yeah. 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 Nasir Um, is definitely a threat going forward. I think mm -hmm. he's got an idol. He's a challenge beast. He's very likable. Yeah. Um, he could Uh, he could be dangerous. Derek, I want to ask you too uh, before we really get into the episode. Uh, what your history of survivor with survivor is, have you been watching straight from the beginning or did you take a lull in between? I came in like my parents had watched. When I was like a little kid. And then I came in at cook islands, which was the bizarre one where they separated them by races, mm-hmm. but it's also, mm-hmm. it was a great season. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that- always, it's always weird to be like, so you do you know that they there was a season of Survivor they separated by races? They're like, oh my god, I can't believe I did that. Yeah, but it's actually good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's exactly. one of the best ones. It's a top <laughs> ten season. I was like, that's when I got hooked. <laughs> when I found out there was segregation on TV. <laughs> um, no, but uh, that's where I came in, and then I think I've missed one season in between. Yeah, uh, since that, where it was when I moved to Toronto and I didn't really have my shit in order. But you remember uh, what it was? I don't remember exactly. It would have been around 2017. Mm. Oh, but, game changers, yeah. you're fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's so. Yeah, that's my my background with it. It's the best. Do you have a favorite player? All time favorite player? All time favorite player. Oh man, that is tough. Um, and we'll like, hold you I, to this for the rest of your life. I now. loved I loved Yule because that was my first season. I thought he was the best. And then he didn't come back till very recently. So he always was very, he couldn't tarnish himself. Like I felt mm-hmm. like some of the players would come back and I would be like not as impressed with their game. Mm-hmm. So um, that's one that always comes up for me. Um, yeah, he got screwed over last season. He did, yeah. Because that stupid poker thing, that was very frustrating. Uh but well, that yeah, was his I'll, doing. You think so? He he created the poker uh, story. It was he got he got swap screwed last last season. Oh, he started the poker thing. Oh, I had that mixed yeah. up for some reason. I was thinking that was the thing they kept sticking with him. No, no, he. he oh yeah, because he doesn't know any of them, right? Because yeah, he didn't yeah. go to the things. Yeah, well, that's right. But anyway, um, uh, he was he was the pre-merge vote, and it seems that Genie who got voted out tonight is the pre-merge vote 
for this season or something, but it seems like there's something. It it seems like they're going into two tribes, is what my guess is, or another three tribe uh, mix up. I think it's gonna be like weird. Like it's gonna they're gonna all live on the same camp, but having to vote differently or something. They mentioned something about having never done it before. Because like the yeah, I think probably same as you guys. I'd been kind of waiting for them to go to two. And then they were taking too long and it was like, okay, well, they're probably just going to merge here. Yeah. Um, but when they said that it's something different, I was talking to my girlfriend quickly after, and she was thinking like, it could be something like they go to two, but they do like they pick tribes or something like something they haven't done before. Yeah. Cause they really emphasize the, like getting to know these other tribes a little bit. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, it could be something like that or have they ever done three tribes at the 12 person mark? think so that seems like switching to switching to like three three what for four 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 i don't know yeah i I don't think that's ever been a thing like that i guess they could throw that in for like an episode or something even just to like yeah do it would be odd but yeah here's here's what everyone seems stressed about it and i think like if you're going to four 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 that could be a stressful situation i don't know Mm. maybe they'll do this there they all still live at this at the same uh, camps like at uh, three different places, but um, they're merged. They're merged, and they all have to vote at the same time. Ooh, that'd be cool. It's I'm I'm just trying to think of weird uh, things they've never ever done before. You know, because yeah, it's like wh- I remember like One World was when they had them like living at the same camp together. Yeah, but and, it would never be yeah. like this late. Yeah, in Thai in Thailand they did a fake merge. Um, where they in season five, where they they all lived on the same camp, but then uh, competed as tribes for tribal council for immunity. Mm. I, I'm wondering because when um the final piece of the puzzle and people finally got these idols that we've been talking about for so long, uh, what well, feels like a long time, even though we're only four or five episodes deep. It's I don't only day which. 10 or day 11 or whatever. Yeah, I know. But uh, we've just felt like, are these idols ever going to happen? Is yeah. it ever going to happen? So I'm feeling like in a producer mindset, I'm wondering if they were like, OK, we're going to um, we're going to mix up the tribes once the idols are found. Mm. And then, like, that's what would kind of unlock a tribe. That would trigger mix up. that happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and I'm so it was, like, taking so long because no one on Blue was finding it that that's why they've delayed this so long from happening. Yeah. And then Nazir that's finally cool. tried to play the fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there is some, in- like, oh, our complaints in uh, episodes before last week have been, it's, it's a bit too um idle and and advantage heavy and blah 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 but this episode was idle and advantage heavy but it was mostly character based like every uh, idle um conversation or um advantage conversation was steeped in either very intricate strategy in what ricard and shan did with genie or with the with nasir finding his idol with um, uh, Shan trying to get the extra vote from Ricard, and even with the uh, summit with Shan and Leanna, all of that is very character based and conversation based, and and background based based on on their relationships and all this stuff. So it's been, I think, this episode compared to the episode we got two uh, episodes ago is like a 
a master class in how to show character first when telling the stories of these advantages. I, I think this did a good job balancing all tribes. When we were going into that challenge, it honestly could have been any of the tribes to lose it because we got it uh, probably an it's felt like an equal amount of time with each tribe yeah. and kind of got each tribe's sense of what would happen. Uh, we started um, with uh, Ua, is it? Is that green? Mm-hmm. Um, we started with them and um, and then we got the idea of like, okay, this is where they're probably going to go towards Genie. And then we got um, a uh, Luvu after that. And we got an idea of where uh, they were going towards like Erica or towards trying to stop this all female alliance that they think is going to happen because all the men are getting voted out. And then we went from Heather. (laughs) (laughs) Quiet on the Heather front. Yeah. Yeah. Still nothing. I can't wait for the merge to come where Heather starts to pop hard. Yeah, all of a sudden she gets a winner at it. Queen Heather. <laughs> and, Shan- and Cody, I, I don't know if you're going to get... Sorry, sorry, Joel, go ahead. Shan <laughs> and all the big game. characters get voted out right away, and it's just Heather, final final three, Heather, Erica, and Sydney. And Heather's still bringing up that time she didn't give up when she was throwing the ball over yeah, the thing. Yeah, that's, that's, her, like, that's why everyone character. votes for her. Yeah. <laughs> and she wins. Yeah, exactly. Because she only kind of gave up at that. Yeah. Uh, Derek, you were going to say something before. Oh, sorry, Cody. I I assumed you were going then to like with yellow, which was really interesting, where we got to see Tiff, who was killer this episode, I thought, with Xander. (laughs) That was funny. Oh, yeah, that was I didn't list that in in the advantage moment. But that was that was another uh, really funny scene that was based around an advantage based around. Yes. Yeah, and there's just there's some fun little um, strategy components of that of of the Xander getting caught in the lie, uh, but also even deeper than he knows because they'd already checked his bag. It was, I don't know that was good. Um, I guess let, let's stay on Yasa. Is that okay, Co- Cody? We'll we'll do we'll do Yasa yeah, right yeah. now. Um, okay, so uh, with with the, that was interesting too. The reason Tiffany was sort of. Uh, raising an eyebrow at Xander is that she already was she doesn't trust his relationship with Evie even though Evie in confession was saying I'm strongest with Leanna and Tiffany so what do you think of that that is Tiffany over paranoid or is Evie playing uh, too close with uh, with Xander Um, I think it, it feels like on that tribe uh, that Leanna is kind of on the outs I th- Leanna? Yeah, it, that's what it feels like to me. I think that Tiffany's actually closer to Evie, too. Um, Leanna was... Well, where are you getting that from? Um, it was how they were talking during it. There was uh, there was something said as well where um, Evie said that uh, that she that they didn't trust uh, Leanna and Tiffany was insinuating that Evie was one of uh, her top people. So it feels like even though Xander has these advantages and Tiffany's obviously against Xander. Leanna doesn't have a strong ally and Leanna kind of um, emphasized that too later on in the episode that she's in this tribe without a strong ally. She's, she's Um, not, it feels like she would be a potential person to go out had that tribe went to, or had they gone to tribal council? I, I don't, 
know where you're getting the vibe where they don't trust Leanna. I don't know where. No, I, I don't think they don't trust or like or whatnot. I don't think that's the case. I think Tiffany doesn't trust uh, Xander, obviously. And Evie is uh, pretty close with Xander. They talk with each other. They talk strategy with each other. Um, and Tiffany had that moment with Leanna. But the way Tiffany was talking, she was closer to Evie. And then when Leanna but went, Tiffany was saying that she but that when she Leanna went on the Evie. hike. Uh, but when Leanna went on the hike, she also felt like she's alone on her tribe. Right. Like no, she think, doesn't have a she doesn't have a top ally is a thing. People don't trust each other on that tribe. But since she's the only one without a top ally, that's to me seems like you're on the outs. To me, like Leanna seems coming out of this episode, maybe not on her tribe, but I mean, she seems like she's in a really good spot. She's very close with Shan. I'll already shan's talking about how she's well like, in a merge yeah but where she is standing on her well tribe. she has a really good advantage right now the ability to steal someone's advantage that rules that was it's huge too yeah that's, that's a bullshit advantage you think <laughs> especially because everyone knows who has the idols this year uh, because uh, of yeah the code exactly so, it's not, so she it's can just steal even, an idol yeah the, it's not even risky the yeah the only thing is about it that um yeah like it it's only going to teach people in further seasons to keep that secret. Mm -hmm. And they're, uh -huh. and I guess like, that's the only benefit from it. But like, as far as an advantage goes, I don't like it at all. I think that it's way too overpowered, especially like we've seen in like seasons past, even when they're keeping their idol secret and someone's on the outs, they'll always try to not get, not use it and try to like say i have this idol and try to leverage it in some way yeah so going into it there's very few occasions where someone has an idol and people don't know about it and it felt a little um i'm sorry for jumping joel if we're jumping too far to go ahead to this um a lot of this season, I feel like it's been about like risking something in order to get a reward, like how much work all these players had to do to get their idols activated where mm -hmm. they've lost their vote for three episodes. And then her risk is she already knows she's not going to tribal council and she can risk her vote for next time, I guess. Like it just seemed like a low stakes play to make when you have someone else that's going to tribal that night. Well, yeah. And, yeah. and she wasn't really risking anything at all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't know if it would have taken away her vote next time if that's how that like mechanism plays. She has to do it at tribal council. Mm, yeah. So if if she's not well at this point, she knows exactly who has the idol because she knows Xander has it and what the rules are. Yeah. She knows that Shan and Zir have it, so she can do it to any of them. And yeah, exactly. There's the way they set up this season was so that you would know everyone knows who has every or has all the idols yeah <laughs> and they give her an advantage to capitalize on that but like unless you're on fucking luvu which you have to be pretty suspicious hearing these same catchphrases every week like it, it, <laughs> oh, they'll, me... they'll, they'll figure it people will talk once they merge i guess the bit of strategy that now comes in with this new advantage is she can decide whether to take it away from someone that's going to be playing it or what I think will probably be the more likely scenario is uh, to grab it for herself when she needs it when most, which I think would be the yeah. safer way to do it. 
I mean, if I was Leanna, I would be happy to have that advantage. I think it's a oh, good Oh, yeah, advantage. no oh, doubt yeah. about it. Of course. Yeah. That's, it's an over... To me, the problem is that it's an overpowered advantage. It's not that I... Like, of course, if you had it, you're like, okay, another step closer to the million dollars. I, I have I like a guaranteed it. idol. I like it. In theory, I mean, I haven't seen it in play. I, I think I like it more than an idol nullifier. Mm. Uh... There's I, more risk there. I disagree with it. I don't think there's more risk. Everyone knows who has what advantage. And this is a more transparent season for that. With the idle nullifier, at least you have to correctly guess who they're playing that idle on. And there's a little more risk to it. And there's a little more accuracy. And you really have to. And in those situations, you can't quite predict it sometimes who they'll put it on. You can only assume and try both, for it. I like that a lot more because it played, could it was, fail. Both times it was played, it was played like on surefire people that had the idol who they were playing it on. Yeah, but it's still a, a bit of a risk. I mean, the, I guess there's a a little bit of a risk if Xander finds out about Leanna's idol and decides to give his idol to like Evie or something so that when he's asked the question, mm-hmm. he doesn't have it. But like... I don't know. This one, this one seems pretty. Well, I'm, I'm waiting to make my judgment on it to see how I feel about it. But if I were Leanna, I would love having that. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to argue that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, let's go back to that moment uh, where, where Xander is, uh, has told Tiffany for some reason, I just found the idol this morning. <laughs> And Tiffany digs a little bit and and uh, it's and Xander has to come clean and say, no, I found it a while ago. Tiffany's great. Tiffany's doing her like Jim from the office looks at the camera. She's (laughs) she's just got she's she's going to be in the final three, I think, for sure. Everyone's going to want to bring her along and she's going to be so hard to work with because she's just going to be like. She's all over the place. I don't know. I think she's one of the most entertaining characters. <laughs> I mean, I I agree. One of the most entertaining. I don't know. Final three, though, that's that's pretty tough because the way she portrays herself is as a power player. So, I mean, they could kind of she she's unpredictable is the problem. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think I think that's going to be an issue um, with Evie, I think Evie really feels like uh, Tiff is a goat she can take to the end. Um, but mm, I, yeah. she's going to just seeing her try to piece together plans in some previous episodes and then just how <laughs> reckless she was being with Xander there. It's I don't know. It's great. It'll be fun. How do you feel about this Xander saying uh, Tiffany's used to, you know, forgiving people because she works <laughs> with a bunch of delinquent kids? <laughs> she works with a bunch of delinquents. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure uh, all all the kids that Tiffany teaches watching this at home are like, awesome. Yeah, the, the viewing party they're having at whatever school that she works yeah. at. Just they, like they start getting roasted, dude. getting called delinquents. They're like, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> thought this was supposed to be a nice Christian boy. He's just <laughs> <laughs> well, that that is funny um, to bring up like that sort of like that teacher quality where you have to forgive a child, forgive somebody for lying. Thing. Yeah. You can't stay mad at your kid. Yeah. I guess I, that that's, that's a, an interesting way to play it, but 
the lie was so stupid. Like, why would he tell, like, why would he say I found it this morning when it could, it's so easily exposed that yeah, uh, he found it a while ago. That's why, right. That's why I thought that had the thought that Leanna was on the outs because Evie said to only tell Tiffany. Yeah, you're uh, right. You're right, okay. Cody. Cause they, that was, and maybe, maybe that's like Evie kind of playing him or whatever, but I think I agree. I think, Evie and Xander are talking a lot and she, she specifically did say like, let's try to bring Tiffany in. Right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, we don't really know the dynamics of that tribe. The only reason, the only, well, we, we saw a good about, uh, amount of them and early I know, on, especially, I know, I know, but like the only way to really know the dynamics of a, of a tribe is to show, is to make them vote, you know, like, like we don't really, that's why the thing with, that's why Luvu has been so confusing because they haven't been voting. So it's been Nasir one week, not Nasir the next week, Nasir one week, then Erica, then no, but like, you know, that's why, because Nasir's a top guy. He's, uh, he's a big man on campus. No, we, <laughs> yeah. we're not, we won't ever really get what the dynamics actually were. I mean, we're getting an edit, the story being told, but we're not. I, I think we got quite a bit out of Yase. I think we got a quite quite a bit out of yes. Okay, then who point. was going home? If, if they had lost that tribal council, who do you think was going home? I think it would have been Leanna. I see. <laughs> they were telling a clear story, and I don't a clear enough story, and I do not think that Leanna was the name being thrown out there. You you were thinking but the thing it was that would have happened if they would have lost idol. too is Xander's idol would have been activated, so he would have been off the table. That's what I'm thinking. Well, I mean. Everybody that's been voted out so far has had something in their pocket that when they would have, you know, uh, uh, hypothetically been able maybe to keep them safe. And each person, every single person that went out has been blindsided enough that they didn't use the dice. I think now that you know that all of them have been activated, Xander has become a lot more valuable at that moment because you need someone with your with the idol as your alliance member when you're going into a merge with two other idols out there or you pull a shan and uh, ask xander to put the to the idol in evie's bag and then vote him out i don't think evie or xander are gonna do that (laughs) it's an idea but Um, yeah that would have been my prediction is that liana would have went home because i'm more certain about it because of the idol activation well, I mean, this is this is another thing, too. I mean, we I, I, the reason I was saying we don't really know what the dynamics were like there is because we didn't see them go to the vote. So we didn't see them have those conversations. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen we've seen them earlier on, though. We've seen yeah. an, a, a big relationship building, even though Evie has said all female, all female, all female. Mm-hmm. But we've seen big relationship building between Xander and Evie throughout these episodes, especially early on as well that that was always a person that she would come to. And even Xander was a part of the, the Voce vote and everything. So, Do you think that Xander and Evie maybe have a showmance? Uh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, let's move on to uh, Luvu. <laughs> okay. Well, do we want to, do we want to, before we go to Luvu, just talk about the, the summit that Leanna and, just, well, just... we can go into that when we talk about Ua. All right. Okay. All right. So let's talk about Luvu. We get us. Uh, oh, I did write down in my notes that uh, going into Luvu, there was like a, a weird um, musical cue. Did you guys hear this? No. It was like a woohoo. 
<laughs> just to true. show that they're the ones having fun. <laughs> yeah, it was. And then it showed like Sydney catching fish. But I wasn't sure if it was if they were saying woohoo or if they were saying Luvu. <laughs> it, it's really interesting that the main thing we know about Luvu is not just that they are the tribe that always wins, but they're the tribe that doesn't want to be winning. <laughs> well, yeah, except great. for Nasir. And Nasir made a point, made a good point, is that the big reason he doesn't want to lose is he doesn't want to lose the flint, which I keep forgetting that they have to do. They have to give up their flint if they lose. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, now that it was more further explained in this episode, I get why they're thinking, because we didn't get that, um, that all of the men have been voted out. We need to throw this challenge. We didn't get that last time, but it was clear that that had been a part of the conversation last time and that we just didn't see because mm-hmm. it, it made a little more sense to throw that competition knowing that, okay, we're seeing that. Yeah. The, uh, the females are getting, or the females are staying in and all of the males are getting voted out. There's one male on green. There's one male. Uh, left well i mean green obviously only has one male one female but there's only one male on yellow as well do you, do you feel like blue is uh and i'm sorry i just used the colors because i'm stupid uh but, but do, 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 do you feel well, like blue hey, is maybe over... maybe the, the instead of saying woohoo he was saying blue <laughs> blue um, do you think I feel like they're they've again had a lot of free time they're not going to tribals they're very focused on this gender based um, voting but when you actually watch those episodes I, I like maybe there's been a bit of intention on that like on yellow but I don't think there's been an overly like uh, like conceded like effort to like uh, keep female players or form this strong female alliance like I feel like they've kind of created that in their heads as like this big issue that's going to come up at the merge yeah, I I think uh, that the biggest threat of it is over on Yasa, and it's not as big of a deal on Ua. I think they're, I mean, I think on, on Yasa, I mean, it just happened that the biggest alliance happened. The, the, the three people that had the most in common were the three women. And uh, well, I that think- that wasn't how it happened, because Evie has talked a lot about uh, all female uh, wanting all female finals. And that has been a thing brought up. And I'm thinking that it's going to be a thing in the future just based off Mm. of how much it's been brought up throughout these episodes at least like once indicating towards it yeah that 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 is interesting because you could see as the as the tribe of three that has the most people but would still be in the minority if they if the tribes broke that way uh i could see why they're talking about that then so i see what you're saying yeah yeah it seems it seems weird that they're like if if i was on the tribe i don't know if i would have thought of it uh to would have thought of that yeah but like based off of preseason and early on in this season like that was a big thing that evie was saying Hmm. so i mean and since it was a big thing in the first couple episodes and that's why we kind of got um Abraham and Voce out of that tribe was just based off of wanting to keep it all female. Hmm. Um, I, it's it's interesting that Luvu picked up on that. So, okay, so it was Abraham, Voce, and Brad went home, and I mean they didn't see JD go home, so he they they've just seen Abraham, Voce, and Brad's, and they they're like, oh, 
all the strongest men. No, there would have had to have been another. Oh, yeah. J.D. Right. Never mind. They hadn't seen J- J.D. go yeah. home and they're like, they see Voce go home and they're like, oh, no, that Adonis. All Voce. the alphas are getting taken out. <laughs> the alpha Brad Reese. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's smart to always be aware of uh, different numbers for mm-hmm. those reasons. I mean, sometimes it happens. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's just as likely that an all male alliance, of course, would happen as a all female. We've seen all male all the time. Um, I think, I think a big it, go on. Sorry. It's good to be aware of the numbers. Yeah. I think a big thing going on on Luvu. I think that Deshaun just wants to vote so bad. The guy wants to yeah. play the game. I really think that's what's happening. Deshaun <laughs> just is so sick of sitting around. That is definitely what went on, especially the episode before, I think, mm-hmm. where they were just like, we came here to play Survivor. And it doesn't seem like they've been on that long, but when you actually break down the days, it's like you're there for like there are 11 days at this point, And they're just like, yeah, I wanted you, to go. To I a will boat. say not usually 11 days in, they've only, voted out like a couple people so yeah that's fair <laughs> i'm i'm wondering if uh the reason nazir said no to throwing the challenge uh was left out that it was because he had the idol and didn't have his vote and didn't want to tell them because we don't know when he found that idol. yeah because the editing was was backwards yeah yeah, yeah. So, so let's talk about that um or do we want to talk about how uh sydney is a mermaid or uh good job sydney you caught some fucking fish okay uh one of the greatest reveals though like that was a fantastic fucking reveal of nazir having that i popped so hard because i was like okay luvu doesn't have it we get it and then the delay oh that was really good that was really good because i i was like ready oh i was like oh okay so i guess shan and uh Xander still don't have their votes. And then it's like, oh, oh, Jeff. I'm like, who is it? Who is it? And it's like, oh, it's Nasir. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I'm and he's doing it smiling. Not he's ta- so giddy. He's, he's not talking like somebody who is confused, <laughs> let alone as confused as a goat on a goat on AstroTurf. I'm as confused as a goat on AstroTurf. <laughs> Basically. Just saying, I have an idol now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, who knows? We don't know the knowledge that Luvu has. So, like, who knows if any of his tribe is on to him after that? Yeah. But it was pretty obvious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Evie, didn't Evie tell Deshaun on, on a summit about the how the idols, idols work? I don't think so. I thought she did. She told her she told him that Xander had found an idol and he, he had to say a phrase or whatever. Oh, oh that could be. Uh, so then everyone knows now, I guess, yeah. <laughs> the three people with the idols. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Those phrases they came up uh, with them. is. I wish they could have worked it in where they're actual like things you could maybe say because they still would have fucked it up. It still would have been like obvious, but yeah. like. God, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty glad we don't need to. We're done with those. <laughs> um, it's so random, though. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's very random. It's very 2007. It all it all paid off with that reveal, though. Yeah. The flash the flashback was actually pretty fun, too. He talked about how his daughter would hide idols, idols in, the in the backyard. Yeah, that was great. Everything that Nazir says is adorable. Yeah. Everything makes me love him more. 
he looked like he was solving a, a wheel of fortune puzzle when he wanted to say his astroturf thing. He was just <laughs> lit up. And... But uh, Cody, I think you brought up a good point that like, maybe we're not giving him enough credit for not wanting to throw the challenge. Cause like, I just assumed it's like, Oh, Nasir's a gamer. He doesn't want to do that. But if he had like realized he didn't have his vote and managed to play that off pretty like smoothly of like, Oh, I don't want to give up our Flint. Like <laughs> that would have been pretty yeah. well done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, 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 that's a good point. I mean, maybe, maybe there is a confessional in between there that we didn't see. Yeah, it's it it's hard to say. I mean, that this was a cool episode because like I mean, we didn't get a lot of uh Heather, of course. Heather, is that the right one? Yeah. We didn't get a lot of her. Not enough, I say. Yeah, but yeah, we, we got we, need we like got a... quite a bit of everyone else. We got a good amount of like Dan. Wait, we didn't get Eric either, but we got we got some Sydney. We know what Nazir is doing. We got Deshaun, Danny. We we got an idea there. We got everyone on Yase. Uh, we got all of, I mean, this was a good like like I said before, this was a great balance of editing. Yeah. Can I. So do you guys know in some like TV shows nowadays, they'll like devote an entire episode to like a supporting character. And like, we'll get to know them, them yeah. more than we ever have. Right. Maybe next week they don't even give us a vote. There's no idols or anything. It's just a Heather episode. Catching yeah, us up. Just, a full on, just Heather's day. It's an uncut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a two hours with Heather. Kind of like, or like it, it could even be like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead where we see her everything in between from day one. Like, yeah. Heather's what we haven't seen that Heather's been up to the whole time. Yeah. Every time we thought, where the fuck was Heather during this? <laughs> she's been doing like amazing stuff the whole time. She's yeah. been like spy shacking and she has like, <laughs> she's doing chin ups and getting coconuts. We see her on all the summits, like right behind each person. Like, honestly, yeah. <laughs> with that Nazir reveal this week, wouldn't be surprised to get a big reveal like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heather and Erica need to have their coming out party. Erica yeah. kind of had one last week, but Erica, you know, she needs to make Toronto proud and uh, pop hard next week. I mean, Shan's definitely making Toronto proud, so. Except, you know, she's not really Toronto. Yeah, but she moved away. Who cares? Yeah. I don't know, but is is you're not the, Toronto. I'm not. <laughs> you're not from Toronto. I, I mean, I'm from the GTA. I'm, I'm more from Toronto than you are. Well, I'm not. I don't claim to be. Okay. <laughs> um, if I was on Survivor, I would be more Toronto than Shan, let's say. I don't know. Born and raised in Toronto, moved to Washington. Come on now. Raised in Toronto? Yeah. Okay. I thought you told me she left. Yeah, she left. She's a pastor in Washington. But we found out this episode that she became a pastor only a couple of years ago. Yeah, she was in a game. Yeah, the, the mafia pastor background is uh, legit. She has her like. She actually was in the mafia. In the she was in a gang. Yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, just a few years ago, had we run into Shan, we might have been counting running away instead of <laughs> like you know going down on our knees and worshiping. It would have been on your knees and begging for your life. life. I don't know what kind of gang she was in, but uh, uh, that's an interesting backstory. For Could have been one of those uh, gangs that hang out in the alleys and throw dice at the walls. 
Yeah, with leather jackets and <laughs> slicked back hair. Yeah, I can't, There's a lot of them around here. Yeah, I can't say it's that, bad. <laughs> I don't think uh, looking at the three uh, faces on the screen right here, I don't think uh, any of us really know what it's like to be in a gang. So oh. I know a lot about that gang I just mentioned. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the scorpions and the... <laughs> the sharks and the jets. Yep. <laughs> What is what are, what are the black leather jacket guys in Greece called? The T birds? Oh, it's G birds. T birds. <laughs> all uh, all fictional like gangs from that era are just animal names. They're like sports teams. They're never like <laughs> we're the tigers. Um. Uh. But yeah. So Shan had a. Uh, I th- I think the Shan and Leanna, um, relationship. We. We, I think we need to look, keep looking forward at that one. That's going to be an important one to look at. Look oh at, yeah, forward. that was good. That was that was good stuff. Though this the episode hiding. was so Shan heavy that I was like, we're either seeing her blindsided or this is a winner at it. Uh, yeah, she won. She, I like, I, I can't think of a more. I mean, if Shan wins, I can't think of a more obvious winner at it from the beginning than like Boston Rob in uh, Redemption Island. Mm. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's saying that she's not going to win. Who knows? But if she makes it to the finals, I can't imagine. Like, I'm trying to clock like some of the people who have had uh, confessionals every time. And it's like Sydney and Evie. And like all the people that have been voted out already, like each each one of them, each had like. Sydney might win. I don't know. Is um that mermaid um, stuff we got might have been her winner. <laughs> I I think that we got a lot of foreshadowing Mm -hmm. and I could be wrong about this. I think we got a lot of foreshadowing of Ricard being Shan's foil. Yeah. So, yeah, let's I thought that was a really interesting conversation they had. And I think I was pretty I, I knew when when Ua lost that Jeannie was going home. There was no question in my mind. But and it this show still c- stayed interesting because we got this really interesting conversation between Ricard and Shan, where Shan is trying to get the extra vote back. But Ricard, it, neither of them trust each other enough to do to to let it go. Yeah, they're both they're both very like game optimal players mm-hmm. where they they don't want to like, even though I think they both of them knew they, that Jeannie was going home. They like Shannon wants to have everything in her pocket and be able to not play her idol, which I think was the big win that she still managed to get. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I there wasn't people weren't going to risk voting for her with that, but yeah, that conversation was so interesting because it's like literally Ricardo saying, It's like, this is the thing that you just did. Why would I do this? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ricard was 100% in the right there. Like, no doubt about it. I I agree. But like, I, I, I to be a fly on the wall, like to like really like know what this relationship is like, like, is he afraid that Shan is like putting it on like she was putting on for J.D. or is or is well, she, she did the same thing to J.D. and Brad. She put it on. They all thought that Shan was her number one. And Ricard sees that. So Same for, with Jeannie too, eh? And Jeannie. So everyone has thought that Shan's their number one. I think what's fascinating too, which kind of came out in these conversations, which I maybe missed it. Maybe they said it a little more than one before, is 
uh, Ricard seems to think, or is basically saying that the JD plan was his idea and that Shannon like uh, operated on you it. You keep but saying that was... Shannon. Her, her, her full name is Chantel. Oh, it's, sorry. It's just Shan. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Shan. Yeah. Sorry, I don't. I don't mean to to be like. Boo, boo, no, 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 for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right about that. That that a couple times it's come up where it was like where Ricard says you're taking my thing. Like, I I think it's definitely true. Like, Shan never argues it. So, yeah. and he said it to her face too. He he said like, "This is the move I told you to do to JD." Like. Why would mm-hmm. I fall for this? And he she seems... said something about the legwork as well. Yeah. So which, which, like, the... a- yeah. after that, it came out that they were just making sure that Jeannie didn't roll the dice. I, it made a little more sense that he was saying that because as he was saying that at Tribal, I was a little confused. It seemed very, like, jury pitchy. And I was like, who are you pitching this to? This was odd, but. Well, I, I think there's a lot of that this season just because of those dice. Everyone's trying to avoid yeah. making someone feel the need. And they've done a great job navigating that because for us as the viewer, we know who's on the bottom on Ua every time, right? Yeah. Like maybe JD was a little bit more questionable with Jeannie being there, but it, the way they've navigated this tribe has made it so no one's tried for those dice, even though they should have almost every time. Yeah. I, I find uh, Ricard's face is sort of hard to read just as a TV viewer. I don't know what it's like on the island. But like mm. when when Shan is like being sort of like, Ricard, come on, like I want you to give me the this. Or when she's even just playing very strategically, I don't know whether Ricard is like on the same page as her or or he's like thinking, what the hell is going on with this Shan character? You know what I mean? I think th- I think that what we saw there is that they're both well aware of each other's abilities. Yeah. And uh, we're seeing like two bulls charging at each other and neither of them wanting to um, give. I think if, if both of them last through, make it through the long haul, the merge, it'll be an interesting um, thing when they inevitably need to, one of them needs to go by their own hand, but we may see them just get blindsided of each other. I wouldn't so. be surprised to see one, yeah, be the merge boot immediately turn on each well, other. Well, yeah. oh, immediately turn on each other. That would. Well, Shan even brought up. Shan even brought up Ricard's <laughs> name on the hike. That yes. was one of the one of the points they showed that she. She made, said so. to Leanna, "If I'm not here on day twelve, then don't trust Ricard because he's my number one." Which was an interesting thing. I was even worried about Shan when she said that. It it's going to be interesting to see who goes to who once a merge does happen. And mm-hmm. that's where I don't know who Ricard would go towards to align with. Does, does Ricard go like get lured towards like more of like a Sydney or something like that. And like, obviously we know that Leanna and Shan, that's going to be something like going forward. So, and Leanna doesn't have a big Alliance either. So so, Cody, are you saying that you think it's the gospel truth that that Shan and and uh, Ricard are, are splitting at the merge? They're not going to be I, anymore. I can't imagine both of them making it to the end. No, 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 no I know. But you're saying what you think that one of them is going to turn on each other right away. I think it's not maybe not the 
the first week of the merge, but maybe the next one. I think it's pretty soon. I that they turn on each other. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think they're they're like the strongest two allies in the game right now. I already think that Shan was like, okay, Leanne is my number one. Okay, interesting. I I think at that moment she was like, okay, that's someone that I connect. And she said that's someone I connected with more in this short period of time. Do you think if Ricard gave up the the vote advantage, um, Shan would have voted him out? <laughs> I think it is a possibility. I think there I think definitely so would have been a confessional with her saying, "Now I don't know what to do." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think I I think it would have been smarter for Shan if that happened for Shan to go with Jeannie because Jeannie's been upfront and honest the entire time. Yeah. So I mean. I, I, I could have I, like, seen it that way. I see why she's going with Ricard. I and that's why I think I think they're going to be like a Malcolm and Denise, like sticking it out for the long haul through the merge. Hmm. Um, we're we're going to have to see how it goes just because the way Luvu is going, we could see it where um, the everything's flipped on Luvu and we see uh, Blue like slowly taken out or we could see based off of how we're seeing them now they could immediately split off from each other and be like, okay, who's my new alliance here? Ua. No, Luvu. Oh, okay. I think even despite Luvu having the numbers that the, I can't even imagine them going into merge and uh, not all, splitting off and finding, they all want to vote each other out. They're sick of it. They just want to vote each other out. That's what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. What, I think the merge boot is definitely going to be someone on, on Luvu. Yeah. Uh, because that's what always happens. That's what happened on Edge of Ex- I'm just trying to think of like winningest tribes on Survivor. Um, yeah, that's like Cambodia, Cass. I guess that's not quite the same. But when Joe Joe Anglim goes home merge boot, it's because everyone just wanted to vote out vote out Joe the entire pre merge, and then they they he kept winning it for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. But, uh, oh, uh, here's another thing. Coming back from the summit, I was, because we, we got so much Shan content, I forgot, I was thinking, oh, no, is this a swan song for Shan? Are we about to see Shan get voted out? I was and, so worried. And then there's no question when they get back that it's either Ricard or Jeannie. There's just no, like, none of them are really talking about Shan going home at all because we get we get some Ricard saying, oh, we should vote out Shan to Jeannie, but then he's like immediately after. But... I'm just, it's just all a lie. I want Jeannie to go home. <laughs> yeah, it was fascinating how much of a power seat she had, even when Jeannie didn't know she had the idol. Yeah. So it was like, but yeah, she was just comfortable immediately uh, to the point where at tribal, she could say that she pitched herself to both of them. Oh yeah. That was also, I think that she would have kept Ricard just because if she would have, even if Ricard gave that, she would have uh, still voted out Jeannie because if she didn't, she would have had that awkward conversation with Jeannie about how she cashed in Jeannie's idol. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah, that's true because that was that was eventually going to be coming up. Yeah, that was really great. The first five minutes of the episode being about how Jeannie found the idol and how Shan and um, Ricard secretly stole the idol right from under her nose which at first when they were doing that i kind of was thinking like 
like, oh, this seems like you're one of you're going to risk your vote. This seems risky, uh, but it immediately worked out very well. <laughs> And yeah. uh, they, they played that perfectly. I guess I'm realizing there might have been an off-camera moment where Jeannie looked and didn't see it, and then knew Shan had it. I don't know. Well, they, they she, switched. They put a fake idol in there. They, yeah, they, they, did. they tied it up with a fake one. Yeah, but but Jeannie didn't play anything, so she must have thought that it was nothing, right? Yeah, I think she just thought it was nothing. No, yeah, no, yeah, she didn't know. I I think because she didn't say the phrase, she just thinks that she has to say the phrase next time, I guess. I don't know. Oh, I see. They thought they were just, yeah, yeah. Maybe she thought they were just, like they told her, they were just fleshing it out. Okay, yeah. And yeah. Uh, my God, uh, um, Derek, do you remember um, when Brad Reese tried to do the, the broccoli is just tiny trees thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was talking about his hair and how horribly that went for him. In terms of the the the, the least natural ones, that one was, I think that's the number one worst code word. And then even <laughs> even after, do you remember Xander was trying to be all cool? He's like, I like what you said about broccoli. And Brad was like, I said it weird. Like he was just immediately down on himself. <laughs> Well, uh, in comparison, Shan and Ricard pulled that off so well. Yeah, they were like uh, improv partners. They were just like, oh, yeah, didn't you? You were saying that crazy thing. Yeah, yeah. It was, they were like, they could start a podcast together. They were <laughs> setting stuff up and spiking it down for each other quite well. Um, I, yeah, I mean, to, to like tell, even to tell Jeannie, like, oh, by the way, Shan's going to see it, uh, just going to say the broccoli line just to see who else has it. Like that, I, I, I don't know how they convinced Jeannie that that wasn't a lie. Jeannie there's just... a, yeah, there's a lot of good survivor moves Shan and uh, Ricardo are making that are not like necessary, but are very like, you wouldn't even think if they didn't make them, you wouldn't be like, oh, they missed that opportunity. But it's like, oh, so good. Like just to, yeah. Yeah, I sometimes think that like these sort of flashy moves are kind of sometimes impossible on the three tribe structure because there's you have to play you have to lay so low. But with certain people, I think with with Shan and Ricardo, I think they are like uh, uh, together. Their brains make this very st kind of strategical mastermind thing, and then they're they're on a tribe with JD, Brad, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, that and I mean, being two people on a six person tribe, like you got a good shot if you're just a tight two. They're they're already like kind of running the tribe, but they're also um, tricking these people out of advantages and, and, right before they vote them out in these like kind of masterful ways so that they have these advantage going forward. They're going to be the tribe with the least amount of like, you know, numbers going into the merge, but they're but they have this kind of wallet full of advantages that, that, uh, um, they, that <laughs> none of them found. It, did you find it interesting how long this tribal council was like Jeff was really milking this one? I didn't notice. Um, yeah, we got to tribal at about the half hour mark. No close to it. Shan was back from the mountain, um, before the half hour mark. We got to the uh, the immunity challenge really early. Yeah, I know that. But then the summit took a while and then and she was the, back because the, the summit took a whole commercial break. And then it was then she was back after commercial and then it was tribal and then the votes and then it came back for next time on. Yeah, I think we got a 20 minute tribal. I 
I, I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I think your your watch was wrong. <laughs> it still says we're at the half hour mark. <laughs> um, so we've. Was, uh, I mean, there was a couple interesting moments at Tribal, though. I mean, a lot of the Tribal stuff in any episode goes in one ear out the other for me. But when <laughs> when Shan says, like, when we got back to Tribal, I was pitching. Jeannie and Ricard, I, I kind of held my breath for a second. I'm like, you're kind of giving away your cards right now. You're telling them each. You're kind of making it so that you're pitching it for either of them, but you're saying I was trying to put both of them against each other, and both of them know that she succeeded in that. Yeah. Well, we're, we're nearing to uh, predictions here, but first I have – a, a big announcement to make, Joel, oh, yeah. big news story to drop. OK. And as long as you don't fall asleep right now, I'll tell it. But uh, Joel, Joel. Oh, my God, I'm falling asleep. No. Uh, it, it's OK, though. I'm here so you can go ahead with your uh, with your prediction. Hi, Derek. Uh, this is uh, Rupert from uh, season. Uh, Rupert. <laughs> yeah. I bet you're starstruck. Oh my goodness! I know I I, I don't look uh, the same as I always do because I've I'm I'm, you know I've I've time traveled so many times that I've lost a lot of the weather in my face and I'm starting to look more like a younger version of myself. Of course, Rupert, a uh, a genie, a dream lord, much like Freddy Krueger, slowly morphing into Tony Vlachos. Yes, and, uh, uh, and there's and a lot I, of lore to catch up on here. I, Derek. I, 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 I live in the middle of Lake Ontario. That's pretty much it. Oh, also, I'm friends with the ghost of Rudy Bosch, who is like a, a, a headless horseman who who also is a skeleton. Okay, so, yeah, I got it. You're uh, good. You're good with that, <laughs> right, Derek? Yeah. Uh, Rupi. Yes. Uh, let me ask you this. Did you watch Survivor tonight? I got to ask. I was watching the United States of Al. <laughs> that wasn't even on tonight. You just went to the global app and caught up. Oh, I, I, I time traveled ahead to when the next time it was on. And then I came back for this. But you, you haven't even watched my show Ghosts yet, which you would think you would like because you like Rudy so much. Is Rudy on Go- the show? No, I am. Oh, oh, OK. Well, um. Maybe I'll maybe you can put in the word for for Rudy. I'm actually starting to be his talent agent, so he wants to start acting again. I don't think they want an actual ghost on ghost, but I'll put in a word. Thank you. Thank you. Is it Ghostbusters? No, that's not it. Oh, okay. (laughs) What about tough as nails? Are you on tough as nails? Can you get Rudy in on that? I think he would actually be really good at that. I think Rudy has more of a connection to United States of Al being a uh vet war veteran himself is that what united states of al is about yeah okay well i actually uh caught a commercial during survivor tonight the cbs stream where it seems like uh sheldon's brother is in trouble at school <laughs> oh so you're gonna catch up with that show too i'm a little worried is, is everything gonna be okay with him uh ruby maybe we can get someone that has a little bit more knowledge of the show of course uh uh, Tony, who is hiding in Sydney's ear still. Yeah, uh, yes, but also Tony has a new p- spot uh, in the back of my head. That's so I just need to turn my head around. Oh, like malignant. <laughs> oh, don't. Well, don't spoil. No spoilers. But yes, that is what I'm uh, trying to get. Out here. <laughs> hey, what's up? It's me, Tony. 
<laughs> Tony, how's it going? I mean, uh, Rupi was watching United States of Al tonight, but were you uh, and f- feel free, Derek, you uh, don't be too starstruck here by Tony now, um, but hey, a two time winner, on, Tony. Oh, just hanging out, man. <laughs> yeah, I won two times. But uh, what was I watching tonight? Well, I was on the back of Rupert said, well, he was watching the United States of Al. But Bob Hart's Abishola was on the other side of the room. Oh, my God. So I was watching that. I don't even know what channel that's on. I think it's on CBS. Oh, it's a Chuck Lorre joint. So I'd assume so. Don't don't tell them I don't know that. (laughs) What's your big announcement, pal? Um, So I have a big announcement, as you know, uh, or maybe you don't know, Tony, because we didn't bring you back during our off season, really. Uh, But as you may not know, we had a running event going on where I was keeping up to date on Ozzy's OnlyFans, giving us news on it. Oh, shit. Right. Ozzy. Yeah. So Ozzy was doing things for people that don't know. Maybe they're just tuning in now. Ozzy was doing things. Guy's got a huge hog. Yeah, he's got a huge hog. He was doing things like jerking off on rocks. Yes, he was jerking off uh, on the beach. ocean and splooging on the rocks. Yeah. Um, so I, I, of course, I didn't I didn't continue my subscription after a while. We he wasn't answering any of our questions about Cochrane <laughs> on it. Uh, so I had not been subscribed for a very long time, but I will announce that as of last week, I got an email notification that Ozzy has now fanned me on OnlyFans. Oh, that's big. That's big. That's big. So he started following you? Yeah. When you have an OnlyFans account. Do you make make content? I don't make any content. I don't yet, Tony. But keep keep your ears to the wall, Uh, which I know you do. Uh, But yeah. So when you have an OnlyFans account, which I created for Ozzy. Okay. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Likely story, pal. (laughs) <laughs> when you create an OnlyFans account, uh, people can still follow you and they still call them fans. So Ozzy is officially as of last week. I don't know what made him think of me again and the Cochrane questions he refused to answer. But he thought of me, thought that, hey, I haven't got a Cochrane question from this guy in a while and decided to fan me so on does, OnlyFans. Does that mean if you make a post, will he see it when he's scrolling? Uh, yeah. Should I show my dick and balls or just 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 say, hey, Ozzy, if you're re- reading this, what was do you still keep in touch with Cochran? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I got to go. See you later. <laughs> I love that he's ignoring your Cochran questions because he's like, ah, this is too personal. But I'm sure all the other ones are like, hey, Ozzy, do you ever spread your butt cheeks and put moist butter on it? And <laughs> lick it up after and he's like oh yeah i love to do that it's like but you're like hey dude you were talk to cochran <laughs> it's my private life buddy well maybe he thinks that cochran is like a, a slang oh joel you're back awake i am i'm awake i'm awake oh I'm joel awake. yeah hey guys um uh, uh a um i was awake for the last little part when you made your big announcement so i'm, I'm happy for you man that's awesome uh <laughs> Yeah, Joe, awesome, what do you th- man. What do you think about that? That Ozzy's a uh, fan of me on OnlyFans. My now? guess is that he's probably getting he's trying to just put you in, put himself in your thoughts so that you'll give him money again. 
<laughs> he misses that sweet, sweet dough from the Merge Boot podcast. Yeah, maybe he just went around following all the people that unfollowed him so that they can be like, oh, yeah, that was a good follow. I better I better refollow uh, Oz. The Oz can you man. check how many people he's following? Because it would be great if it's like two. It's just me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I probably maybe I can you and Cochran. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll uh give me time. Hold the hold the computer. Let me check if I can see this information. Sure, sure. Um talk about something. Joel, oh. you you dropped this Aussie information on me like a month ago. I had no idea about his OnlyFans account. Yeah. Um obviously there's nothing wrong with having an OnlyFans account. No. It, it's it, it's unexpected. It's definitely, there's nothing wrong, but it's still funny when a, a childhood <laughs> hero is jerking off on rocks now. Well, there's that, his, uh, you know how there was those quarantine questionnaires? Did you catch up with any of those? No, I didn't. No. There was quarantine questionnaires with some of the, um, a lot of the survivors and uh, <laughs> Aussies was very quickly, like one of the first questions on all the questionnaires. And typically, the answer to this question is not typically horny, but uh, the the question is, wh- how was it coming back from Survivor? And Ozzy immediately is like, well, the first time I um, uh, I got back from Survivor Cook Islands, I went on tantric beast mode and had sex with everyone <laughs> I knew. It's just like, all right, man. All right, cool. <laughs> Thanks, Oz. Yeah. It's like... A lot of people are like, yeah, I ate a lot of cottage cheese when I got back. <laughs> you, 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 I couldn't wait to have a burger. He's yeah. like, I couldn't stop coming for five days. <laughs> he was yeah. always a very horny player, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he always had like a, a crush or a girl. That or be in was... the tub with no pants. Right. Yeah, with Parvy. <laughs> oh, go on, Cody. So... I don't think um, it says when I look at it, it says that Ozzy's friend is me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't say anyone else, even though like when you go to. Uh, OK, here's another celebrity, Bella Thorne. It has a whole list of people she's following. But Ozzy's only says me. And since this is and since he's following me, because usually if you stop subscribing, then you can't send the messages anymore. You're taking that privilege away. But if they follow you, he's a fan of you. Yeah. Yeah. So I can I can now send him messages because I'm giving him content now. Send him one right now. (laughs) But no, I don't want. Okay, Joel, this has to be well thought out. I don't want Ozzy to leave us. What, uh, Derek? Do you have any suggestions? Oh man, I have no idea. <laughs> I feel like you you should you should try to figure out what attracted him back to your page. Like yeah. play completely dumb here and just be like. <laughs> Yeah, you could be like with your hey. blank profile, like like anything you see. Yeah. <laughs> or you could say, is it because uh, I asked you what if you still kept in touch with Cochran? Hey, <laughs> I was wondering, it, uh, do you have an answer to that? Maybe are you with Cochran right now? Is that why you followed me or something like that? 
Um, maybe, yeah, ask him if he is with Cochran right now. It, it's so distracting because all I see is this these messages from him that talk about nice big cum shots. <laughs> was that disappointing when you'd get you'd get a message from him and you thought it was like, oh, he's gonna tell me about Cochran, and then instead he's just like, hey, look at all this this massive load. <laughs> Uh, yes, I always constantly thought I was getting a new notification from him uh, answering my questions, and he never did. But now he can't send me messages unless I message him. Oh, how the tables have turned. Then message him. What are you waiting for? I, I talked about hard to get. I talked about Cochran so much that he lost self-esteem and he has to be a fan of me now. Okay, then maybe we I, switch I it. negged him. Do you want to switch it to coach? Do you want to ask him if he still keeps in touch with coach? I think we got to go on the Cochran wagon still. Okay. <laughs> Didn't you also say in one of your messages, do you still keep in touch with Cochran? Also, nice hog. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was just looking at that message, actually. <laughs> Um, it would kind of be rude to not address, you know? You're you like, have to. <laughs> well, I mean, because... Also, loved all the cum. In the we, last well, we this is what happened uh, as a recap for the, the listeners at home that may not have heard this. And for Derek, that you might not have heard it. We were messaging him constantly about Cochran. The final message we gave, we did a, a big finale of, OK, all or nothing here. If he responds to this one. Uh, which he did like it, actually, now that I see it, it has a heart on it. Oh, wow. Oh. Um, but it said. Uh, we tipped him five dollars because when you tip your you see the message faster. Mm. So we tipped him five dollars and said, do you do you still keep in touch with Cochran? I think he should have never betrayed you. Also, nice cock. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all the new listeners that don't know we're a horny podcast. Um, we had to become one just to get Ozzy's attention. Okay. Um, well, what else can we say? Can we say, do you kill still keep in touch with Siri? She should never have voted you out. You know what? We should, uh, we should keep this. We should, uh, table it. Okay. And give an update for next week. Well, we'll think of the perfect question to give him. And then keep this ride going, because if Ozzy leaves us, this podcast is nothing. This podcast is nothing without Ozzy's OnlyFans. Right. Okay. Um, And him being a fan of me. I actually have three fans on this. Should I start an account? (laughs) Start making content. Yeah. Your your background on Zoom is you're already on the beach, so you can just start jacking off. <laughs> should I go find a rock? Should I jack off on these waves for you guys and you record <laughs> it and put it on my OnlyFans? God, what have um, you done? It's um, time for predictions. Yes. So, Derek, each week we uh, predict what's going to go down next week. Uh, in the next time on, it was a little confusing, so... Give us what you think is the big twist and also who's getting voted out. Oh, geez. Yeah, I'm really confused with how this merge is going to go, but it's going to be some sort of thing, I think, where we get two tribes, um, even if it's just a temporary 
thing, uh, but there has to be some sort of mix up with that. And then I, I think, um, uh, who is going to get voted out? I, I feel like it'll be Ricard maybe because he even mentioned it at tribal that they will get identified as the best players from their tribe that they survived it just cause they're low on numbers. So that's what I'll throw out there. All right, Cody. I'm going to predict that we have three tribes still. Uh, we're doing a, uh, a, a three tribe swap um, with four on each. And I think that we get a Luvu member out finally. Who? No half measures. I would have to see what the swaps are like, but maybe I'll say Sydney. Ooh, All right. the mermaid queen herself. Mermaid. Yeah, I, but I was... I, honestly, I, yeah, that's a bad prediction because a new swap, she's catching those fish like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that we go to a all the players on one beach um but they all compete for immunity and the people and half the tribe wins immunity and then the rest go to tribal council hmm. and heather gets voted out <laughs> no god no oh fuck yeah, I don't Not know in the I'm Heather doing. episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I guessed Heather, but that's who I'm going with. Because uh, I actually like that twist with. idea. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, I have another prediction, Cody. You're only allowed one, but okay. Um, I predict that between now and then we'll have a Hubie Halloween episode on the feed. <laughs> who has the time, Joel? And we'll figure it out. There will be a Hubie Halloween between uh, now and October 31st. We will be rewatching Hubie if, Halloween and recording our thoughts. It's if there's going to be a Hubie Halloween episode, then it has to come out of the bucket in your famous movie bucket that you do every Halloween for the yes. folks at home. You do a famous movie bucket every Halloween. You wouldn't let me watch Ernest Scared Stupid, even though it was drawn and it is a horror movie. But I did. I mean, I <clears throat> I have my methods, OK? And I mean, if, if someone put in Hubie Halloween, I would pull it and we would watch it. Oh, but it's rigged. No, no. I mean, I if just someone I, put it in. You would pull it. No, I, I mean, I, if I pulled it, we would watch it. Because your your hands like a magnet to it. Uh, if, yeah, I mean, my big thing is just I'm obsessed with Hubie Halloween and I'm addicted to it and I need to watch it every day. Um, but uh, we are gonna try and get a Hubie. Have you seen Hubie Halloween, Derek? No, I want to. Yeah. Well, maybe you I'll come back the on the pod. <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll hopefully have that out the Hubie Halloween Resurrection episode between now and Halloween. Am I allowed to put in the bucket my episode of Lock and Key that comes out this Friday? Oh, cool! That's a good plug. Yeah, but am I allowed to put it in your bucket too? No, um, no TV allowed. Uh, but 
I will. I'll, I'll, I'll plug that on. If you're in Toronto on Halloween, I do have a show that um, at, at Comedy Bar that you can see uh, the tickets uh, link on. There's still some tickets on my Instagram, so you can check it out. Um, at, at Joel Baby, and you can go to our Instagram at Merge Boot Podcast and uh, our Twitter at Merge Boot Pod. Derek, do you uh, want to plug any uh, social media or anything coming up? Oh, geez. Uh, I yeah. You, you can go to comedy bar on oh god oh god uh november 1st if you want to see me i'm on amy bugs show the toilet boss so oh that's awesome your show is the day after my show oh yeah yeah i'm gonna go to that halloween one too that seems fucking fun it's gonna be fun um all right everybody thank you so much for listening derek thank you so much for coming on yeah thanks for having me guys that was did fun you have, did you have fun I had fun, yeah. Okay, good. And uh, we will uh, see you next week and maybe for a Hubie Halloween. And remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And goodbye, everybody. Thank you so much.